0: This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show podcast. Oh, he loves the fire and that... what a goal. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adri on Pulse 95. Nice strike. Oh. This is a nice... Yes, yes, yes. Welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar Dury. I'm your host covering everything sport, international, local. Now, I hope you're having a blessed Saturday. I know I am. And boy, am I going to make it much better for you because my guest today, if you allow me to say this, is incredible. Okay, incredible. She's a nutritional, uh, nutritional therapy practitioner. She's a functional medicine coach and a mother of four. And I've been on the scene for a while, guys, and I've wanted to work with her and seeing as I'm blessed to have a platform to share positive, real topics, what better guest to have on the show than Bernadette Abraham. Bernadette, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much for that warm welcome. How
0: about that for an intro?
1: Absolutely. <laughs> I absolutely love your intro song, too. That's oh, so really? Cool. Yeah. Score.
0: Yes, I like that. <laughs> I like that. Well, thank you for I know you've been uh, with us in the Pulse family uh, before. And thank you so much for com- taking your time out on a Saturday to come course, be part of my of show. Of course, You know? Love to. Um, And Bernadette The notion of health Is perceived by society Or the industry As someone who's Athletic Muscular or thin But health goes beyond Aesthetics Or Mm -hmm. physical performance What kind of Symptoms should be Should we be aware of
1: Well, you know, again, we we associate health with physical appearance and with athletic performance. Mm -hmm. Um, However, there's a lot of these people who end up coming and working with me as personal clients because they experience all kinds of health symptoms. So, you know, just because you have really low body fat percentage, just because um, you're really good in the sport that you perform... Um, You might suffer from, for example, GI symptoms, like abdominal bloating and gas and constipation and acid reflux, um, or even mood issues, right? So anxiety and depression and brain fog. These will still happen in your athletes and people who exercise and people who take care of themselves, um, and even hormonal and reproductive. So... Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, infertility is on the rise. Yes. Um, Ladies, you know, around your menstruation, getting those mood swings. Yeah, it's common, but it's not normal. These are all signs and symptoms that the body is giving us, telling us that Something is off. Something is not right. Um, And looking specifically at sports, you know, for example, gymnasts, dancers, figure skaters, even bodybuilders who end up with really, really low body fat percentage, Mm -hmm. um, especially the the females, you know, they'll develop amenorrhea, which is a cessation of menstruation. Absolutely. Um, Or even endurance athletes with a lot of heavy sweating may even lose iron and over time may develop iron deficiency deficiency anemia. Yes. Um, Or distance runners, marathon runners, because of all of that heavy pounding, um, again, can damage red blood vessels and again, lead to iron loss and Mm -hmm. anemia. And so... It's really important to, yes, performance is one aspect and the physical appearance is one aspect, but it does not necessarily mean that the person is healthy. They might still be experiencing symptoms. And this is why I was very happy that you had me on, Mm. because it's important that people start listening to their bodies um, and not just think that it's a sign of aging or it's a sign that we know, well, you know what, it's random. It's okay. This is the way our body talks to us. These are the signs and symptoms of. You know what our body is telling us
0: and talking about that now let's start from the top what role does the brain play in triggering the symptoms like anxiety depression mm. or, or even brain fog you mentioned that earlier
1: okay well I always say anytime a client comes to me and says you know they have mood issues mm-hmm. I will say mood begins in the gut yeah actually most disease begins in the gut and you know the first thing that I'm gonna address is I'm gonna ask are you eating protein because eating protein Digesting protein, absorbing protein is absolutely essential for creating neurotransmitters, these chemical messengers um, in the brain, right? Yeah. That, that make us feel certain way. And protein, basically, you can't make a salad without lettuce. Yes. So if you are not eating enough protein in your diet, um, then that's going to cause issues with mood. Yes. Now, going beyond that, some people say, yeah, but I eat plenty of protein. Right. So if you're vegetarian or if you're vegan and you're suffering with mood issues, then I would you know, encourage you try to add back in maybe some lighter proteins like fish or um, eggs and see if that helps with the mood. Yes. Um, but if you're not vegetarian or vegan and you eat plenty of protein and you're still suffering from mood issues, then I would take it one step further and say, OK, are you properly breaking it down and absorbing it? And that happens in the stomach, right? And there might be underlying issues like infections, like H. pylori, for example, mm-hmm. um, which is an endemic bacteria that we all have. We catch it early on. But if given the right invo- environment for it to thrive and overgrow, it can actually compromise protein digestion, Yeah. right? And so the other thing is that a lot of people don't realize is that our neurotransmitters, specifically serotonin, which is our feel-good neurotransmitter, is not produced in the brain predominantly. Mm-hmm. 90% of serotonin production is produced in the gut. And so, I mean, saying that, that means you have to really look at your gut health. If you're having mood issues, take a look at what's going on inside. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, your microbiome, what you call these invisible microorganisms that live inside of us, uh, studies have shown if you have higher strains, aside higher amounts of lactobacillus and bifidobacterium species, which are types of microbes living inside of us, if you have higher amounts of those, studies have shown that it reduces anxiety, it reduces depression, and it increases our capability of coping with stress.
0: And that, that applies not just to sport, but in everyday life with what we go and experience, right? Absolutely. And prevention beats cure any day, but unfortunately in this region where we are... Let's say we tend to wait till it's a bit late until the warning signs are there. What kind of warning signs should we be aware of?
1: Well, you know, like I mentioned earlier, Mm -hmm. it's all these little small symptoms. For example, um, disease doesn't happen overnight. Correct. disease is a progression you don't just wake up one morning and you, you develop cancer i don't want people to fear disease because it's it, it really is a a, um, a collection of symptoms that have left to happen over time and so it could be as simple as a nutritional deficiency as i had mentioned iron yes. right anemia um so someone also who might have a b12 deficiency will experience neuropathy which is a tingling in the extremities of the hands and the feet um they may also uh have depression which can be a lack of omega-3 fatty acids or headaches right so many people get headaches and it can be as simple as a more a need for more water hydration number one and two magnesium mm-hmm. we have a magnesium uh, deficiency epidemic uh, because number one soil depletion right soil is not as rich anymore and so our food uh, compared to 50 or 100 years ago is not as mineral rich yeah even if you're eating a healthy diet it doesn't have as many minerals as it used to. And so people are starting to experiencing, you know, these types of symptoms. And if left unresolved, then that, you know, deficiency-driven dysfunction leads to progressive digestive dysfunction. It could be IBS. It could be constipation. Yes. It could be belching and reflux. If that's left undealt with, right? Yeah. And you don't really address the root cause, then that will develop into GI inflammation. You'll get things like arthritis or eczema. Uh, or, arth- or asthma.
0: And that's, does that depend on, let's say, the environment that you're in or the country that you're in for those that are listening from abroad? Does that depend? Say we're in the Middle East now. Does it differ from, let's say, Europe or America or things like that in regards to these symptoms or how you how you pick up these things?
1: Yeah, uh, well, again, depending on your food source and the quality of your food mm. source. But across the board, I have clients worldwide. Yes. And I'm seeing this everywhere. So I don't think um, different regions make a difference in terms of it's not something that you catch right Mm -hmm. it's your habits your lifestyle choices and unfortunately today everywhere you go we've become such a fast-paced society um, convenience we no longer put an emphasis on properly preparing foods we take shortcuts we grab and go we don't properly sit down to eat as a family I mean I know when I went to Lebanon uh, where my where my parents are from and Mm -hmm. I went to my dad's village where they're still pretty much You know, very simple people. Old school. It's old school, not go, go, go. Yeah. Right? We would have breakfast and we wouldn't be finished breakfast. And they're already talking about what are we going to (laughs) prepare for lunch? Like the whole focus is about.
0: (laughs) That's so true as well.
1: (laughs) You know, whereas today, you you don't even think about food anymore because it's such a fast pace. Okay, I got to get to my next appointment or I got to finish work and go train or I got to finish. And, you know, it's that quick, quick, quick culture. Yes. And so that plays a big role. Oh, and absolutely. I think that's happening everywhere, worldwide.
0: Absolutely. Coming up next, guys, we don't just talk diets. We dive into specifics, which is what Bernadette's all about. Now, which which sport requires which diet? Aha, got your attention, right? Well, you're going to have to wait until after the break to hear more only on the Halftime Show with me, Omar Adouri and Bernadette on Pulse95. Pulse95. Oh, he loves the fire and What the goal. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. On Pulse ninety-five. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Welcome back to the halftime show. Uh, If you're just tuning in, where have you been? You know what time it is It's 3 to 4 On the Halftime Show With me Dury. And if you do miss our shows You can always catch us On Apple Podcasts Or SoundCloud Just subscribe to The Halftime Show With Dury And you can listen to us Commercial free And music free In your own convenience Doesn't sound that bad Huh Bernadette
1: Absolutely I absolutely love your intro I think you have the best intro oh, See
0: <laughs> And for that You know what Play
1: it again You, get, it a again. Round, you get
0: a round You get around round of applause <laughs> For that Bernadette See we like her already She knows how to make me happy um, we do cover some uh, some really cool topics here such as brain management, physical health, emotional health and some fantastic guests like Bernadette. So do catch up on our subscribe, share and if you like it, review it as well. Um, in segment one, if you're just tuning in, we spoke about symptoms and signs which affect us which and what is perceived as healthy. Now I want to dive into all of these diets and trends coming out and what what kind of examples we have uh, that we hear all the time and who better to speak to than you so I'm going to throw a couple of sports at you Bernadette and I want you to educate us and what's the best kind of nutrition for mm-hmm. that type of athlete now I know one size doesn't fit all Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because <laughs> I'm, I'm, read, I'm ready I'm ready she, Bernadette in, 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 the, uh, in the commercials Always keeps me You know On my toes <laughs> So I'm going to throw A couple of sports And I want you to tell me What type Or how you would advise That type of client If they had that Sports background So if I had a footballer
1: You're not going to Like my answer Hit me You're not going to Like my answer Because the best diet Is the you diet This okay. is what I always say and Even with athletes mm-hmm. Diets need to be matched To mm-hmm. circumstances Okay So what I mean by that yeah so okay let's talk diets Mm -hmm. there's the raw diet out there right
0: what's a raw diet
1: you eat raw food okay only raw food well if that athlete suffers from bacterial overgrowth called SIBO small intestinal bacterial overgrowth Mm -hmm. they're gonna bloat like a balloon and feel like they look 10 months pregnant right so that's not good for them if someone for example
0: Which, by the way, most athletes do suffer sometimes, you know, after they stop that competitive sport nature and they're not running or, for example, um, making those explosive movements as often, they do tend to put on weight quite quickly. Is that because of things like that? And
1: we'll we'll talk about stress, the stress of training and what it can do to your digestive function. It's Mm -hmm. totally connected. Um, you know fermented foods people think yes you know uh, I did a whole series of, you're, you're following me on Instagram I'm yes. sure you've seen my probiotic series that I've done and for fermented foods are fantastic and everybody should be getting in because they're rich sources of probiotics but if you have histamine intolerance allergies sinus issues it's gonna just cause it to flare up mm-hmm. huge inflammation and allergy issues so not good for you not ideal um, protein you know bodybuilders it's all about protein 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 but Yeah, organic, pasture-raised animal proteins are absolutely, if you're going to do animal proteins, that's the type of animal protein you should be having. But in someone, unfortunately, who has disease, progressed disease like cancer, for example, then no, a vegan diet is probably the best way to calm inflammation. A short-term vegan diet is the best way to calm inflammation.
0: See, and 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 I'm glad you touch up on that because Novak Djokovic, the tennis player champion, world champion, changed his his nutrition in order Mm -hmm. to reduce and he attributes it to a lot to injury uh, uh, to reduce injury and to be able to last five hours of a tennis match is there really that much of a big impact when you switch things and eliminate things like your meats and stuff to go into that
1: well, again, it's a completely bio-individual. Mm-hmm. For himself, mm-hmm. that probably made him feel best. Right. So I don't discount any one particular diet. I can give you the pro and con about each and every diet. I like So that. even the intermittent fasting, for example, it's mm-hmm. this huge thing right now, right? And a lot of people, there's different ways of doing intermittent fasting where, for example, you have dinner, 5 p.m. Yes. You know, there's 12 hours, 14 hours, 16 hour fasts where you don't eat until maybe mid morning or even lunch.
0: Right. Because it's normally what, 16, eight, 16 hours to eight. Right.
1: There's different ways of doing it. There's no one set rule again. Right. And um, again, someone who has blood sugar regulation issues. Mm -hmm. No, it's not, you know, it's not recommended. Yes. And so you really have to look at each individual and customize the diet that is appropriate for themselves, their circumstances, their beliefs, and their training. You know what? So... (laughs) That line
0: in itself Gets a round of applause I
1: told you You were going to like My my answer I liked it Alright No
0: I liked it I liked it because I I always do say One side doesn't fit all Yeah But but here's
1: the thing Let me give you some guidelines For endurance athletes Mm Because you asked footballers Yes We'll we'll kind of give you a broad I'll give you a category Of endurance athletes And what they should And shouldn't be doing So you have to look at the goal, right? Let's break it up into before, during and after training. Mm -hmm. So anybody, let's talk endurance training, is over 90 minutes, Mm -hmm. yeah? So what should they be eating before? Well, the goal is to be providing energy to delay fatigue and to minimize gastrointestinal upset. Right. So that's where you're gonna choose something that's higher in carb, more moderate in protein Mm -hmm. and fat. And the rule of thumb for that is about one gram of carbs per kilogram, one hour before exercise. Two, gorilla ki- two grams per kilogram, two hours before, so on and so forth. So the closer you get to training, yeah. the lower the amount of carbs you're going to be taking in. Okay. Um, so then you can have, you know, during and after. Which one would you want me to touch on? I know we're running out of time.
0: Well, we are going to we are gonna come straight back into, into this, this. All right. Because we've got the Adan coming up next. Okay. And I will jump straight into that because I know that there's so much I want to cover with you. Sure. Okay. But hold that thought. You're listening to Pulse ninety five. Oh, he lifts the fire and that... what a goal! This is the halftime show with Umar Duri on Pulse ninety five. Nice
1: strike! Oh, it's better than
0: And and if you heard that person laughing, that was Bernadette Abraham, who's joined us at the Halftime Show today. Uh, And what a show it's been so far. Plenty of information, plenty of great content. Now, if you were tuned in just before the break, um, we were talking about pre, during and post uh, fueling for different athletes and people and people who just participate in different sports. Uh, Bennett, tell me more about that. I know we were getting into the juice and then we took a break.
1: Yeah, so like I mentioned, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, no, you said there's no one diet that fits everyone. Yeah. So what I want to focus on is maybe just give some guidelines for endurance Mm -hmm. um, athletes. So anybody who exercises beyond 90 minutes, Uh, why that's important is because you have to really properly uh, fuel your body to support your training. Yeah. And it's not just a matter, we'll probably talk about this later on, it's not just a matter of. Uh, protein, carbs, and fats. It's a lot more than that. Um, But you always have to look at the goal. So before training, the goal is to provide energy, delay fatigue, and minimize any gastric upset. So that's why it's always better to have a high carb and a more moderate protein fat Mm -hmm. type of meal. And you want to be eating a bigger meal further away from the sport. And then as you get closer to the time before training, you minimize that. And so the general rule that I gave before the break was one gram of carb, Per kilogram, one hour before exercise, and then that changes based on the hour. So if it's two hours, it's two grams per kilo. Three hours, it's two grams, uh, three grams yeah. per kilogram, yeah. and so on so forth. So examples of you know carbs, higher carbs would be things like um, oatmeal with cinnamon and raisins, or almond butter with a small round round pita bread or an apple, like yes. apple butter and apple, um, a small sandwich. Sardines or eggs. And right? this is
0: how, how, um, how, what time before activity?
1: Yeah, so again, so the closer you are to training, yes the smaller the portion and the quantity right, it is got that you. you're going to eat. Mm-hmm. So that's why I gave that general rule of thumb, yes. which is one gram per kilogram, per kilogram ev- yeah. for every hour, and yeah. then it increases mm-hmm. from there. Um, so even smoothies, like fruit smoothies, that's a good carb, uh, high carb um, beverage that also might be easier on digestion because it's already pre-digested. It's yeah. liquid form. Um, now, during exercise, during intense exercise, anything greater than 90 minutes, you've got some sports that go on for hours. Right. right yeah. Um, you have to continuously keep providing energy. Uh, and again, the goal is to delay fatigue. And obviously you want to minimize risk of heat. Um, illness, so keeping well hydrated becomes really important during during the activity, and so again the general rule is 30 to 60 grams of carbs Mm -hmm. every hour of exercise, now the body can only maximum absorb 60 grams of carbs Um, per hour so just to give you some examples make it more practical here a banana has about 30 grams of carbs okay apple orange is about 20 grams uh five dried figs is 25 grams so those are like snack ideas that athletes can be having during um sport and again you have to trial these things you have to see what fits you what suits you best of course um and in terms of hydration you have to make sure that you have at least 125 to 300 mls of water Mm -hmm. Um, every 15 to 20 minutes, so constantly slip, sipping on water throughout the sport. And then, if you're in hot weather like we are here, yes. then you need to double that and maybe even consider it an electrolyte. Yes. So, coconut water is great for that. It's a natural, naturally high, naturally uh, has sugar um, and natural electrolytes. In yes. fact, this is an interesting fact um, soldiers uh, in World War II, when they ran out of saline solution, To give them IV, Mm -hmm. they were giving them uh, coconut water instead of the IV, yeah, because it it was very similar to the IV that was given for wounded soldiers.
0: Very cool. Yeah.
1: And then, obviously, afterwards, after your training, you want to quickly replenish glycogen stores, which is your your stored form of sugar in the body. Uh, You want to repair muscle and you want to rehydrate. So again, you want, there's a window of opportunity after training. They say 30 to 45 minutes. Yes. That's where you want to be giving in some carbs to help with that, um, even simple carbs, mm-hmm. to, to help with that replenishment of glycogen. And then after that, within two to three hours, you want to have a proper meal that combines it all, yeah. the carb, the protein, some healthy fats. And on the days of training, you want to have a higher carb ratio, so a three to one pro- carb ro- protein ratio.
0: See, what I like about that is, see, there's so much that kind of goes in like the engine room, as, as we say, you know, and, and several factors such as physical, mental, emotional and physiological. Now, talk to me about the stress of diet and the burden we place on ourselves when we think of that feeling.
1: Well, look. See, you took
0: a breath when you said that. Yeah,
1: because because here's the thing is that even athletes, you know, will have or, or just someone who likes to exercise regularly. Yeah. We we live stressful lives. And this is something that I face constantly with my clients is that you can have the best diet in the world and take all the supplements and train really well. But if the body is under a chronic amount of stress, mm-hmm. then there are certain things that start to happen. So everybody knows the stress hormone cortisol. Yes. Right. But cortisol is not just the stress hormone. It puts in sugar into the bloodstream. Um, to help us weather that stress, but it's also our most powerful anti-inflammatory. And so what happens over time is if the body constantly is sensing stress, so stress on driving from Sheikh Zayed Road, stress of work, and then you go and you do the stress of training, mm-hmm. and it's never really given a downtime, a time for it to feel like it's safe, and it's not under this fight-flight you know, risk, Yes. then it will do what it has to do to protect you. And what starts to happen, and I start to see this pattern a lot, especially in endurance marathon runners, is they can no longer wake up in the morning. They can no longer run more than 30 minutes mm. because their body's physically starting to pull them back. Their cortisol actually starts to decrease. And so they don't have that morning you know, boost of energy. They can't wake up in the morning anymore. And then they also wake up with aches and pains because cortisol is anti-inflammatory. Mm. So you start developing more aches and pains. Um, And then cortisol is also the master hormone over our thyroid. And the thyroid is responsible for so much. Anything metabolic. So your digestion will get get affected. Uh, Even constipation, sluggish digestion, food just sitting there. And then beyond that, you have energy, you have digestion, you have hair and reproduction. All of that's handled by the thyroid. So if the cortisol, if the stress piece is there and your body's not given downtime and dime time to recuperate because of constant push 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 Mm. from exercise to daily living and even physiological stress so people can have gut gut infections they can have viruses mold toxicity environmental toxins yeah this is all stress on the body and so that will also affect things like sex hormones um and 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 it just you know it's a whole cascade from there yes so really being cognizant of yes train but also listen to your body and give it the downtime and the recuperation that it needs is really, really important so you don't end up with, um, with health consequences down see, the line.
0: See, that's what I like about your work, uh, Bernadette, and even what you portray and the message that you stand for is you often share on your Instagram page, you know, which we'll be alluding to later on as well, about eating and nourishing to support your training, but also your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the key I like about it. You know, um, a, lot, a lot of... Uh, such valuable content and such interesting content that sometimes we go, oh, okay, so what we associated, you mentioned carbs earlier when you said, you know, how much you have to be able to fuel and what the capacity your body can endure. Mm-hmm. And you also mentioned cortisol and, and the misconception of, like we said, it's always associated with something negative, but it also plays such a vital role. Yeah. You know, it's, it's really, really fascinating. But coming up next, guys, this cool, lovely lady in the studio today is going to be put under the fire round. <laughs> that, that's right. I'm going to be putting on the fire round, so stay tuned for more on Pulse 95.
1: Pulse 95. Oh, he loves the fire that it goal. This
0: is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse 95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. Oh. Uh. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back to the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. Now, if you have any questions for my special guest today, Bernadette Abraham, text us on 4215, ittasalat, or do, or slide into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio at Omar Duri, and we will deliver the questions, and she will answer them as well, because she's been fantastic today. But it's that time, and it's that time where... (laughs) The Fire Round... (laughs) She's laughing. She's, and she's worried as well, but she's so cool that she doesn't look like she's worried at all. But this is what we're going to do. We're going to shoot a lot of different things her way and see how she responds to it because she's actually writing a book as well now. She has a, a wealth of knowledge um, far beyond uh, your, your imagination, folks. So, uh, so don't be shy. Slide into our DMs or shoot the message over and, uh, and we will deliver it. So here's how it goes, Bernadette. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a word or two and you give me maximum a sentence or even a word. It's up to you. Okay. Okay. It could be anything. Okay. Keep it clean. Uh, Always. (laughs) Okay. Favorite food?
1: Raspberries. Veganism? It depends. On what? (laughs) (laughs) You said one word.
0: (laughs) That was my next question.
1: (laughs) It depends on the individual and the circumstance.
0: Okay. Wonder Woman? Ah. (laughs) <laughs> Next. Okay. <laughs> Color of your toothbrush.
1: Um, it's multicolored.
0: Okay. What do you think is social media?
1: I think it's a great platform to be used to spread education.
0: 2030.
1: Wellness revolution.
0: Love that answer. Gut flora.
1: Take care of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> paleo. Pe- paleo? Yeah. Um depends on the individual oh she this
0: <laughs> diplomatic is not even the word okay IBS
1: irritable bowel syndrome yes um, it is a symptom it's not a root cause
0: okay very good very good answer Tim Ferriss do you know Tim Ferriss no okay cow <laughs> say milk. it milk
1: I actually you're ma-
0: gonna say moo <laughs> <laughs> Don't lie now. <laughs>
1: my my uh, my experiment this morning on social media. Yeah. Okay. I
0: like that. I like that. Um, jellyfish.
1: Oh, God. I got stung by one. And uh, vinegar actually works.
0: Really? Yeah. There you have it, folks. Exclusives on the Halftime Show. Um, <laughs> candida.
1: Uh, very prevalent.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, definitely something that can be eliminated. Mm-hmm. Uh, watch your blood sugar control. Yep. Watch your diet, high sugar diet and high stress. Uh, flour products are no-nos.
0: Okay. Uh, guilty pleasure.
1: Massages.
0: Okay. Weight loss.
1: Uh, very easy for me. Okay. It's actually the opposite problem. Okay. I, I have trouble gaining weight. Uh, But in general, I don't really focus on weight loss Uh, for people who have issues with weight loss. It's a symptom, actually, of a dysfunction or an issue further somewhere else in the body.
0: Okay. Kanye West.
1: Um, (laughs) Not my territory. (laughs) Okay,
0: good. I like that. Uh, Biggest nutrition myth.
1: Saturated fats cause heart disease.
0: Nice. Okay, if you could take one supplement, what would it be?
1: Mm. These are tough.
0: Uh, you're good, right?
1: These are tough. One supplement, what could it be? My Omega.
0: Okay, okay, Omega 3, 6, and 9? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Uh, what do you think of technology in sport?
1: Um, useful,
0: mm-hmm. but not reliant on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I helped you out with that. Just. Yeah. <laughs> I knew what you wanted to say. Um, hormones.
1: Um, they belong at the bottom of a chain. And what you do at the top of the chain affects it. So if you have hormonal issues, really try to address from the top. It really starts from the brain down.
0: Love that. Good answer. Eight glasses of water a day.
1: Um, check the color of your urine instead. It's a better gauge. Nice. Should be light colored, pale colored.
0: Nice. Favorite music to train to. Here we go.
1: Oh, I actually like quiet
0: See, I, I don't mind that I could see I, that type
1: I like quiet, I guess because I have four kids and Okay, okay Noise to me, like I was telling you in the break yeah, I, yeah. I tend to block out noise very easily I don't hear background noise
0: Apart from my intro <laughs> You should see her Guys, for those who, who, who are tuning into Instagram it. it's, Live it's She smiles when the intro comes on I've never seen that I've because had a lot it, of like, guests it Gets
1: me. I want to get up and like, you know, the Rocky song yes. I want to start like, yes. It pumps me up Okay,
0: okay <laughs> Favorite shoe to train in?
1: Ah, uh, uh, barefoot.
0: Barefoot. Gosh, she's coming out with all these killer answers today. And uh, last but not least, favorite radio station?
1: Hmm, let me think about think that.
0: Think about it. Take your time.
1: <laughs> uh, Pulse 95. <95? laughs>
0: That's right. <laughs> now, um, Bernadette, we alluded to some stuff earlier, really important stuff. And um, amongst that was the stress of how people perceive training, but also food. Can you tell me more about that?
1: Yeah, um, I mean, there's something called the age of nutritionism. Mm-hmm. We've broken down food um, to the sum of its parts, right? So look at bodybuilders. They really care about macronutrients, yeah. the proteins, the carbs, the fats, that they, they'll eat lean protein meats. They won't eat the dark meat, they'll eat the, the breast, or they'll only eat the egg white and avoid the, the yolk, right? So we dissect food rather than looking at, at this whole food that nourishes us, um, that has antioxidants and vitamins and many other properties. Um, We we look at food as either good or bad. And, you know, the way I describe it actually in my book, because this is something that I want parents to teach their kids, is that food really lies somewhere on a health continuum line. Yeah. There's no good or bad. It just falls somewhere at one of these two extremes that, you know, at the far left extreme, the green end, I like to call it, is, you know, foods made in nature. Things that we can fish from the sea, kill on land, grab from the tree, pick from the ground. Whole, pure, and unadulterated—the way nature intended it—and at the other opposite end, all the way at the extreme right end, you have the red side. Is anything that's made by man, that's made in a laboratory, that's chemical, that's that's chemically manufactured? Yeah. Right. And so, to be as healthy as possible, we need to choose foods that rely mostly, predominantly, closest as possible to the green end of the health continuum line. But there's somewhere in between that. It's like a scale. It's a moving scale. And food can line somewhere in between that green end and the red end. And that's where you have to decide on when you look at your whole diet is how many of your foods are whole foods and how many of your foods are food products. Right. And you want to be pushing towards more whole foods. Whole foods. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah absolutely. And um, we, have a, we have a question in from Sarah saying, how do I uh, get tested for my
1: hormones? Well, there's a few ways that you can do that. It can be done through a comprehensive, um, you could do blood. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you can also do a urine test. There, my favorite test is called the Dutch test. Right. It's a dry urine test um, that also checks not only the hormones, but the metabolites. So once the, the hormone has been spent, yeah. um, what does your body do with it? Does it actually get rid of it? And so it shows many, many other um, uh, features to test your hormones but yeah you can either go to the gynecologist and depending on where you are in your cycle, usually day one two three is where they, they they like to test with the dutch test they like to test on anywhere between day 19 to 21 for the dry urine to really get a level of the progesterone
0: interesting okay
1: um, okay yeah. and,
0: and faisal also asks what do you make of food intolerance tests
1: If I agree with them? Yes. Well, there's no test that is 100% accurate because I know there are a lot of people out there um, who've attacked me and saying, you know, this is not clinically, um, it's not Mm evidence-based. Not everything that science hasn't proven it doesn't mean that it's not valid. And so even the IgG food sensitivity test, yes. um, they do have a certain percentage of error, but they're about 96% accurate and it really helps remove guesswork mm-hmm. um, out of the whole equation. So yeah, yeah I do in, in certain circumstances request uh, my clients to get a food intolerance test because there's a lot of symptoms um, that happen because of these food sensitivities.
0: Right. And and Mohammed also asking, what do you make of blood testing and how relevant is that into finding out how your body functions?
1: Yeah, it's a piece of the puzzle is right. the way to look at it. It's not uh, at all um, conclusive. It's just another piece of the puzzle. At that given moment in time, what's happening in your particular body? And there's many, many markers that we can look at. Um, But again, it's a matter matter of puzzle piecing this. Now, this is a really important piece of information that I'd like to share Mm. uh, that a lot of people in this region don't really know about yet. It's still um, up and coming, which is functional medicine, the difference between functional medicine and conventional medicine. So if you have certain ailments and you go to your doctor and the doctor runs a bunch of blood tests, they are looking uh, at the the reference ranges. That accounts for 95% of the population. If you fall within that clinical reference range they're going to tell you that everything is normal Mm -hmm. and you still leave there feeling symptomatic not knowing what's going on yeah that's good that means they have not been able to diagnose you with anything right and that's where functional medicine shines So if you're not getting answers with doctors and you're not being diagnosed with anything, then turn to functional medicine who really looks at to answer the question of why Mm -hmm. and looks at root cause and connects all of these symptoms to go, ah, okay, this is what's probably going on. It could be nutritional deficiencies. It could be imbalances, impairments, and dysfunctions
0: that's amazing I, I, I'm, I just zoned into what you were saying there for a second and, and a lot of the, the time here we do wait till it's too late till something is wrong yeah so and something we mentioned earlier on the show is, was prevention is better than cure and, and I like the way you, you know you put things together in, in, in the sense that a lot of the time we're unaware of what's actually happening internally mm-hmm. you know that's that's something that you shine off and Bernadette I want to ask you something there's so much knowledge and information and stuff you have when can we follow you
1: well, I've uh, I've acti- I've started becoming really active on Instagram and it's social media. It's about time.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's about time with the talent and the knowledge you have. It's about time, sister.
1: Uh, you have to learn. It, uh, yeah, but Instagram is special. You have to learn how to work it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, okay.
0: So how can they follow you on Instagram? Yeah. So
1: my my handle is my name Bernadette.Abraham. on on, uh, Instagram and Facebook as well. And then my website is also my name, BernadetteAbraham.com. If anybody wants to reach me, my contact details are there.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much for being part of the Halftime Show.
1: Thank you for having me, Omar. This was really great.
0: Honestly, it was so much fun. Thank you for putting up with me in the fire round as well.
1: Of course. And I'm fun. sure
0: I'm sure you'll be listening to the intro a lot more often now. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, if you have missed the show, you can catch us on Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud. Or just literally subscribe. And if you like that, you can review it. And if you do that, you can share it. And this is the full time on the Halftime Show. It has flown by with Bernadette she looks, as she looks up at the watch. Uh, it's flown by and it's been a pleasure to have you guys listening to us all the half-timers. We hope you have a blessed weekend. Salam, Bernadette.
1: Thank you so much. Have a nice weekend.
0: Guys, have a nice weekend. Stay tuned for more on Pulse 95. This is Pulse
1: 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday from 3 p.m.